welcome, welcome, welcome to talk about it with Charles and Key. Hello, everybody. We are back one more time to bring you guys something, something, something. So we're just going to go in prayer as we're going to we're going to share some of the word with you. So, Father, we just thank you, Father, for this opportunity to be able to share your word. Lord God, may we share it, Lord God, with precision and clarity, Father God, that the hearers Lord, will receive what it is that you're speaking, yes. that it will bring encouragement and hope, Lord God. And whatever else you wanted to bring to your people, it's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, you know, you and I have we have these discussions, you know, mm -hmm. our off the record or whatever together traveling conversations right so we're in the car we ride we have these conversations so one of the conversations we had somewhere i don't know where it was but we had a conversation of you know how you with people and they change they 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 with you one minute the next minute they they're against you and they see you doing well and then they back with you again you know i know we've all seen those people so what I want to do is I want to give some examples in the Bible to show people that this it ain't just happening now; it happened back then. So, so it's 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 nothing new. It's just you have to how you have to deal with people and whatever. Mm -hmm. So in Acts chapter in Acts twenty eight, Paul was in Melita. Verse uh, verse twenty seven, they went they were in they had a shipwreck. Mm -hmm. So. In chapter 28, they escaped to the island called Melita. Now, the Bible says in the, NIV, in the NIV version, it says that once they reached the shore, the islanders showed them unusual kindness. Mm -hmm. I mean, they really embraced them, brought them in, like, hey, mm, you my boy, I love you, whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and so they built the fire and they welcomed them because it was cold and it was raining. Right? So, verse 3 is where it gets a little bit, people start looking at them a little different. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, um, to paraphrase it, Paul gathered a pile of brushwood and he puts it on the fire. And when he puts it on the fire, the viper, a viper comes out of the wood and grabs onto his hand. Right? So, in that moment, when they saw this, the, the snake or the viper hanging from his hand, they flipped on him. <laughs> That's where it gets a little dicey. They flipped on him. He said, they said, this man must be a murderer. Now, just re remember, they just said, they just showed him unusual kindness. Mm -hmm. Now, they this viper hanging off of him, they basically waiting for him to basically die, mm. basically. Mm, 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 mm. Now, when they didn't see this and he shuck, up, shuck the viper off, now all of a sudden, they cool again. They call him a god, a little G. Mm. Right? So, I'm saying that when people see that you're doing uh, um, good and then once you do bad, start doing a little bit. They start looking at you different. That's what happened with Paul. He, he didn't do bad, but when the viper latched onto him from what they their perspective was, 
then he must be must yeah, be he must be cursed, cursed or something yeah, like he that. Must be cursed or something. <laughs> and we have we have all been guilty yep. of, of that. You know, we'll look at somebody depending on whatever's happening in our lives. Sometimes that's what we'll project on others. Yep. So we may be going through a test and a trial, and somebody comes and they may not. Let's say, for example, they may not speak to you or they may not smile at you. And you're like, wait a minute, what's yep. going on with them? Yep. And it could be that something's going on with them, but it could be something going on within us that makes us project onto someone else. Or you have the reverse. You could have somebody that really is not for you yep. because of what's going on on the inside of them. Yep. It does. And, and what do you do in situations like that? Mm -hmm. I will always say, ask God, because sometimes my response and I'm being honest because I like to be transparent, has always been like, look, what's, what's up with you? Mm -hmm. You know, I ask sometimes. So I'm, uh, sometimes I'll, I just get to myself and I don't want to deal with that. But it is up to the Lord to lead you on how to handle that. Because it could be that that person's going through something. In this case, Paul, he was in, he was being, there was shipwreck. That was traumatic. Yeah, that was a lot. So he gets to this island. He knew God was he knew God was in the midst. Yeah, he already knew God was already had his hand in it. He gets to the island. The snake bites him. But I feel like even in that God was saying, oh, I got you. And I'm going to show these people, these people who you really are. You are my servant. You I have called you. Mm -hmm. I have chosen you for this task, this task. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying this is what I'm saying. Just like he stayed rooted and grounded. Stay rooted and grounded. The vipers are going to show up. They're going to show. Them snakes are coming. You got to shake them off and keep moving. Keep on coming. Shake them up and keep on walking. Because remember, our fight is not against flesh and blood. Nope. And I say this, and it's word, and it's the truth. Yep. And it is tough. Yep. Because when you see the person in the natural, in the physical, you mm -hmm. say you, you will... It, it will, it can bother you, yeah. but you have to remember, we have to, I don't want to say you, we have to remember mm -hmm. because it, again, it depends on our headspace where we are. Mm -hmm. Are we stressed ourselves and taking offense because that person is, is showing us this or are they really showing us who they are? They used to say, yeah. when a person shows you who they are, believe, believe it. Them. I will go as far as to say the word, let's come back with it. Test the spirit. Because that person could be having a moment. Yep. They may be showing you who they are, and it may be very true that they really are that way. Yes, because I'm so. reminded of the place in the Bible when there was um, the ark. The Philistines had taken, they had the ark of God, and they put it beside their 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 false god. Mm -hmm. And when they put it before that beside their false god, they woke up the next day. That false god was on its face. Mm -hmm. So they, the next day that happened, the next time they came back, the head, the head and the hands of their false God was chopped off right by the ark of the covenant. Mm -hmm. So if you, in other words, if you're living a holy lifestyle and you come by some other spirit, that's not the spirit of God, then you know that that spirit is going to react. It's going to be a manifestation that takes place. What you do with that? Ask the Lord because the Lord will give you the tools and the strategy to handle that. Remembering that our fight is not against flesh and blood. And I want to say this also mm -hmm. in Job 42, Job, I want to read a little bit about this and I'll just skim to some parts. Mm -hmm. 
Then Job replied to the Lord. This is Job 42, starting at verse one. Then Job replied to the Lord. This is after Job coming out of all that he went through and his friends were by him and they were speaking things that were not what God was saying. They believed that they were right in their own mind, but God began to address this. I know that you, you can do all things. Job is replying to the Lord. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. You asked, who is this that obscures my plans without knowledge? Surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me. So then we're going to drop down here. After the Lord, verse 7, after the Lord has said these things to Job, he said to Eliphaz, the Temanite, I am angry with you and your two friends because you have not spoken the truth about me as my servant Job has. Then he gives the friends He gives them instructions for them to bless Job. And in turn, Job had to bless them and pray for them. So you see that thing, that thing right there, so dual reciprocal. God is saying that even though his friends were not lining up with what God has said or saying the things that God has said, but saying the things that they wanted to say, God still used Job to pray for his friends. That's why I said, whenever you see that or you're experiencing that thing right there with someone in the beginning, they're treating you sweet and loving and kind, and then they shift and start treating you different see what's going on behind the scenes allow God to show you what's really going on with this person why are they manifesting in this way is there some hurt is there something you did to them ask God and ask God to give you the strategy on how to deal with that whether he wants you to pray because he always wants us to show love because love covers a multitude of sins okay I pause because I see my husband he okay, wants yeah, to get yeah, an edge okay. word in edgewise yeah, I mean, I'm trying I'm trying <laughs> I just want to do give another example because I know the time, you know, be it rolls on real fast. So another example is my boy Joseph and the chief butler. Come on. Mm-hmm. So in this little situation here, the chief, I, this is what I personally feel. I'm, I'm saying I felt like he was, he was with Joseph until he got what he wanted. He got his dream interpreted. He got restored, right? to his butlership. But Joseph said, hey, bro, like, when you get, we, matter of fact, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read it to y'all because y'all ain't going to believe what I tell you. <laughs> uh, Genesis 40 and 14. But think on me, it shall be well with thee. And show kindness, I pray thee unto me, and make mention unto me unto Pharaoh, and bring me out of his house. Out of this house, I'm sorry, out of this house. What will old boy do? He got what he wanted. He got it, got restored and did everything that he wanted to do. But guess what verse 23, 40, Genesis 40 and 23 said, Yet did the chief butler, did yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him for two years. Mm-hmm. Now, when they in this place, so imagine this, me and you cool, mm-hmm. right? Hey, just, I, just interpret this for me. You know what I'm saying? I, I got you. Just do what you got. Just, I had this dream because he heard him interpret. I got, I just interpret this for me. And then when he found out he was going to come out on top, oh, shoot. That's what's up. This mug gets out. Go ahead and verse, read verse 41, Genesis 41 and 1. It came to pass at the end of two years. He didn't forgot about Joseph for 
two years now. I know you got a different perspective because you just had no different perspective. I can see the way you look. But I'm just saying, I felt like he was focused on himself. Himself. <clears throat> Until he got what he wanted, and then once he got out, he forgot about he forgot about Joseph. And that's and, and you know what, baby, that's that could be so the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and there is this other possibility that even with that, because he was in such a traumatic place, mm-hmm. that that who, who, Butler, uh-huh. the Butler, uh-huh. that's thank you for so I can clarify that mm-hmm. the Butler was in such a traumatic place. It may be that he just when he got out, he he just honestly. Wasn't thinking about it. I mean, according to the word, and the word is the he truth, forgot. he forgot. Yeah. So that can happen. You can, you really, you know, it could be looked at that he was selfish or self-focused. Yep. But I believe that because the Bible says that he forgot, he just forgot. And that was also a time of processing because how many know that God can do anything? anything so if god wanted that butler to remember that thing at that Mm -hmm. time he would have but maybe that two years it was a double processing for Mm -hmm. joseph Mm -hmm. joseph might have needed to be a process more and that might have been an assignment right there for joseph interpret the dream don't forgive me and guess what he forgot him even though he did forget him he remembered and i believe it was at the appointed time i get that but if you if me and you together and you and I said, hey, yo, check this out. Now, I'm going to give you, once we get out of this situation, I'm going to give you 100000 I got a little cash saved. I'm going to give you 100000 I'm going to send some people back to come get you. And you're like, okay, cool. Because you, you already feel like he been solid on what he said since he was here. Or he was playing me. Right? You solid. Whatever. I get out of jail, it's, oh, not jail, but I get out of, you know, wherever. It's, I don't know, three years later. I ain't sent you a dime. I ain't tried to come get you. I ain't sitting no attorney. I ain't even come to visit. Now, I understand, and I, and I accept what you, what the excuse you made for the chief butler. I really accept that because that's your perspective. But at the same time, when somebody do something that, for me, that memorable, mm-hmm. you don't forget it. Mm-hmm. Unless you're looking at something from a different perspective. Unless you're looking at it like you're self-focused on trying to get what you want to get or get up out of where they was at. So he can go back to being the butler because he already knew the dream told him that he's going to be restored. He's going to go back to being with Pharaoh, rolling with the crew, hanging out, chilling. And he got what he wanted. That's just me personally. He forgot. He just said, you know what? Dang, okay. I, now, now I don't want to go tell Pharaoh because Pharaoh going to be hot with me. Because I forgot the dude that could have really helped him out way before the two years. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just saying. That's just me. That's just me. Okay. Hi, right, that's all you got. That's all I got. Okay, because I, I just, you know, just want to kind of get... I just want, we mm-hmm. just want to come on and give some different examples of how, you know, people can, people can turn on you. And that's the word for that is called or definition. I saw that I like because there's a bunch of, it's called a turncoat. Hmm. Yeah. Well, they, you know, what is that definition? They actually? turn on you. Hmm. <laughs> that's the, exactly what it is. That's just a different. I, I, I think I got it. Pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just give me a minute. 
I, I want to say I never. Yeah, y'all give me a minute, y'all, because she didn't put me on the spot. She ain't, I ain't know I had to look up turncoat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Turncoat. This is what a go back. This is what a turncoat is. A, a turncoat is a person who shifts alliances from one lawyer loyalty or ideal to another, betraying or deserting an original case by switching to the opposing side or party. Mm. So that's what a turncoat is. So the chief butler, you was a turncoat. That's just me. Mm, mm, mm. All right, guys. I guess I'm that's standing gonna, on. It. I think that's gonna sum it up. Yeah, that's gonna. Sum, okay. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. All right. Thank y'all for joining. Have a good night. God bless. Until next time.